0: Hmm. Yeah, here's the. Yeah, that's where we dominated uh, Britain and uh, Europe and fucking changed the world. Oh yeah. Sorry. Hey, how we doing, guys? Sorry. Hey, Brendan. How are you? Wow. America. Fuck yeah. (laughs)
1: Lick my butt and suck on my balls, America.
0: Whoa. Guy went for it full, full frontal here from. Brendan Lawson, welcome back, Good Lies Golf listeners. We've had a brief hiatus. Welcome, Brendan. Welcome, uh, listeners. We're back. We're here for the Ryder Cup. Um, Had to do it. Had to bring it back. Ride or die. Ride or die. And Brendan's been doing some traveling. He's been golfing in Scotland. Wow. Of all places. Going to the Traders territory during the Ryder Cup weeks. But, you know, he's gaining intel for us. And he came back. Like a spy, and now he's telling all of the yeah. USA professionals for this weekend all the ins and outs of, you know, the golf course in Rome that has nothing to do with Scotland.
1: Yeah, just score better than the other team. That's that's about it, man. Hey, don't, don't
0: give away the secret.
1: That's how you win. No one's listening, dude.
0: Oh, you're right.
1: No, you're right. Uh, dude, yeah, I was scouting the scouting the foreign land, brought it back to the roots of golf and uh it was epic. Glad to be back on US soil. Uh go America, you know.
0: Go America for this week, go America and well for every week. And really just taking back on a tradition here. Ryder Cup took place back in Wista, Mass right there. Uh 1927 and basically united uh states versus great britain that's really how it happened and then in uh i think 79 they they opened it up to all of europe and then became a u.s versus the world kind of opposite uh situation that's how we like to
1: do things isn't it like yeah. there's the U- u.s versus the world tournaments uh in every sport you can imagine yeah uh, which is just fucking hilarious
0: because we're the united states of america man we have all other nationalities represented within us so
1: yeah no it's it's actually funny how well i don't know why i say it's funny it's not really that funny but it's It's interesting how like how well the u.s produces athletes on such a a broad scale of sports because i was talking to a guy actually while we were in scotland we were sitting down at a. the the home of golf uh music so the golf museum and mm. uh we were sitting down at at lunch in there and the guy that was waiting on us he was like a younger dude probably in like mid-20s um and it just so happened that he was like a huge nfl fan like he was talking about the miami dolphins what's his favorite team which is hilarious is so random Uh, he told us the story just literally like he made a a random bet one day like years and years and years ago um, because his friend was a big football fan and they're they're watching so yeah he made a bet on the Dolphins and then he ended up winning money and just ever since then he's been a a major Dolphins fan but uh, he was just talking about how like the system there is you know there's not as many sports there's not baseball there's not american football there's not tennis uh you know all these different things it's it's pretty much rugby cricket and uh and what they call football or soccer um right. and then once you get to a good enough level like you basically have to pay to continue going it's not where in our system you basically get like you, you know pulled up into a certain league or you get a scholarship to a university or something like that so like yeah. it's just much harder to really make it in sports over there. Um, just because it's so limited um, yeah. whereas for us we just you know we have so
0: much there's a whole market to it. there's that, a whole yeah, it's yeah, a whole way of life crazy. for us you it's know crazy yeah. americans so you, are sitting in front of their tv on yeah. <laughs> on sundays watching football there's a majority right. of them right u.s
1: versus the world and that's why um yeah but dude speaking of which right so scotland you brought it up trip of a lifetime that place was just it was unbelievable blew all expectations that i had Um, you know, for anyone out there that's not just about golf, like, it's just a really fucking cool place to go. Uh, St. Andrews is a beautiful, pretty, it's like sleepy, but active. Like people are out doing things, but it's not crazy loud. Um, although there is a university there, so there's a huge influx of students, but, um, just a crazy way of life there, man. Like golf is literally in the blood of those people. Uh, we were sitting down on the 17th hole of the old course. Uh, There's a restaurant there, really old one called the Jigger Inn. And uh, we were lucky enough to get a table literally outside right on the 17th hole. And if you remember the 17th hole is where you tee off over the, the hotel and you know, the corner of the hotel. Um, But we're sitting down having uh, dinner after we had played King's Barnes and It's like getting dark and you just see couple after couple, like every 10 minutes or so, you know, a guy's got four clubs in his hand. Uh, You know, his girl is holding a book and they're just walking and you know that they literally got out of, you know, university class, took a couple (laughs) clubs and just went out on the old course or, you know, one uh, cat or not castle course, but Jubilee new course, one of those in that area literally just hit a few uh balls like it was a local community because it is for them they just walk on
0: yeah it's a different way of life yeah
1: yeah it was crazy dude and sunday the old course it's you know it's closed it's just a public park you know so you people just you just go out there you walk around uh people are taking pictures uh the locals have their dogs out you know we threw a tennis ball with one of the locals dogs for 10 minutes and you're just like sitting on a fairway of the old course it's insane dude how did you shoot uh so on i actually shot pretty damn well um i i was surprised because like you think about this courses and you know you're like fuck man like they're gonna be really really tough i'm gonna just get destroyed i mean i brought so many fucking balls i, bu- I went link to link sand- style's hard yeah but it turns out I mean it works it's well for my game. It fits me really well I mean you know yeah. i can I can spray it here and there and there um I mean, you can get into trouble, but you can also get out of trouble uh fairly easy sometimes right. um and uh I also have you know I hit a lot of stingers with my iron, so I was just you know ripping balls that were rolling you know a hundred yards once they hit the ground uh But I I did all right, dude. I found my swing a bit. Uh, So we played Castle Course, which is the St. Andrews links. It's under the St. Andrews Trust uh, umbrella of courses. We played the Castle Course, um, which was epic. It was awesome. I mean, you're right on the coast, so you can see the ocean from uh, both the front and the back nine. The majority of the holes um, have some sort of ocean view. Uh, but there's, you know, other holes that you're like, you're elevated, but you're also kind of tucked behind like some rolling, you know, dunes and stuff like that. Um, and I played pretty well there. I think I shot like an 87, um, great. which (laughs) I did not think was going to happen because how my round started was I, uh, cured an iron, but I, I pulled it maybe 20 yards left my line. Um went right in first first shot goes right into a fucking hell bunker <laughs> like i'm like oh shit all right i'm up against the lip uh but i thought i had enough space um if i hit something clean that i'd be able to get it out and and actually go after the green and I felt like i hit the ball so damn well but it hit that face of that bunker and just ricocheted by 20 yards back behind me into some thick shit and lost the ball right away. Yeah. Um fun. but yeah man, I mean the the course was unbelievable. Uh day 2 we went to King's Barnes, which was, you know, just maybe 15 minutes up the road, also a course that plays entirely on the the, the coast. Um that one though, you literally had a ocean view on almost every single hole. Um, reason being it was a little more true, like link style where it was a little flatter. I mean, there were some elevation changes and a little bit of you know rolling hills here and there. but uh for the most part, there was nothing really you know um in the way of your vantage point of the ocean, yeah. which was that's incredible. Awesome. So
0: just fuse scenic the whole time, like a poster, you just it's loving it, and then you were golfing with your dad and your brother, so it was like a total yeah. guys' trip, yeah, bro, dad, fam trip. And yeah, dude. The gamer was just out there golfing, <laughs> dude. He was li- it.
1: living it up. So he got a a <coughs> caddy every round we played. He had a caddy, so um, he felt fancy. So yeah, he oh you think you fancy, huh? Yeah, that's he must have um, thought he was real fancy. No, nah, he there. he was balling out there. Balling. He was enjoying it, dude. Having a caddy out there is really cool, just because. Well, first of all, uh, every caddy he had was a completely different type of Scott. Um, like the first one we he had at Castle Course, I mean, he was the man. He was uh, super funny, uh, really quick talker, had a super thick accent, uh, Scottish accent, but he used to be a pro like way back in the day, um, but he had some injuries that caused him to become a caddy, and now he's just been a caddy or a coach for pretty much life. They called him coach and uh he was just telling us stories about you know all the different legends that have come through there and um i think he was telling us a story about how um uh, in one of the um caddy houses that obviously the public doesn't have access to uh there's like a big mural of uh, i think he said it was jack um it may have been arnie i, I don't know i i think it was jack nicholas but uh it's a big mural of jack L- Nicholas and and uh uh his caddy at the time and it's from when he had won uh the open and he was just saying how like uh you know, his caddy wasn't able to make the trip when he actually ended up winning it. Um it always like had been a not a sore spot for him, but like he always wished his caddy was able to be there with him because it was, you know, his best friend or whatever. And uh he walked in uh with this legend into this caddy house. And hes he, the player you know he saw this mural of himself for the first time, and they had also added in his caddy uh into the mural and you know he he pointed at him, looked at at coach you know our caddy um and he was basically just like like that's him like and he said his caddy's name he's like that, that that's him man, like he wasn't that's able. Crazy. He wasn't able to be there, and he, I guess he broke down right there in Coach's arms. And Coach was—he was like, "Dude, I'm just like sitting here. Like,
0: this is the guy. <laughs> this is the guy." <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, dude, he was just like, man, he was super funny, uh, really intelligent about the game. But he was just telling a story after story. Like that's why I'm getting the players mixed up because it was just like he had so many different like stories about different guy. people, and he's super animated that like some of it was hard to follow but at the same time like you knew well, especially with tellin- a thick accent right right but you knew he was telling you like something that's right. just like amazing you know what i mean so so you went uh, from there cool.
0: you you golfed at uh um you were at sorry king's barn
1: yeah so we went to king's barns uh shot at 85 there um which was was awesome. Uh had a couple blow ups on the last couple holes in the front nine and then same thing happened on the back nine. Um and then we went to Carnoustie. Um funny thing about golf, right? You could have your swing one second and not the next day. Uh that's exactly what happened to me at Carnoustie. I got torn up. I all have to add up my score. I have the scorecard. My assumption is it was well into a hundred. Um and I had nothing to do with the fact that I was playing carnoustie and I couldn't hit the
0: fucking ball. So you just uh, couldn't hit the ball. And then yeah. fourth day, how many fourth. days total was it? Uh
1: so fourth day was our last round. So we played Got four it. rounds in a row. So we played uh Jubilee, which is um another one of the St Andrews courses. Uh but that one is actually it runs up against, you know, the old course. So you're playing on the same grounds. Um and uh I found my swing right away there and dude there were moments i i thought i was about to play the round of my life in scotland and like i was getting fucking amped up and trying to keep my cool (laughs)
0: like yeah uh
1: what'd you wind up shooting uh, so I shot, I shot a 38, so two over on the front nine. Wow. Um, and then I think I lost three, three balls on the back, uh, three, maybe four balls on the back shot a 46. So I ended up with
0: uh what, a 84. Um, Still on these so courses, man. That's incredible. I, Just dude, even being mid eighties, awesome. low eighties is incredible.
1: It was, uh, yeah, I mean, it was an amazing feeling um i'd say it was the best round of golf i've ever played even though it's not the best score i've ever had
0: right Um, just the way it felt the shots you were having i know what you mean by that because that's definitely a thing where you feel like you don't have the best score but just you did everything right you didn't top it you didn't shank it it was just like okay you lost control of a couple of them but you had those pure moments and the rounds that i like the best are when i have those magic shots where i'm like how did i do that and then you have (laughs) a few of those in the round that's and those rounds feel magical because you're like damn i can get it out of this bullshit or i can get it out of this shit right here this is bad so i think that those moments the sometimes those rounds are like the the heartwarming um you know rounds you need to keep your confidence back
1: yeah dude it was uh especially that that front nine i mean i was i thought i was about to put something really special out because i i (laughs) uh i think i had four bogeys but i had two birdies um so like. And, and the bogeys that I had were, I think I one was a three-putt on a par three. So you um, could have done it. You just be, didn't. Yeah, I mean, the green was, fun. it was like one of the hardest <clears throat> greens. <laughs> so I'll, I'll let that one slide. But it was just things like that where like, right. yeah, I was still hitting some good shots, but there were just like I had, uh, you know,
0: I left a, a putt short,
1: you know, um, now- shit like that.
0: Did you guys like go to the, like the little pubs after that are attached to the clubs and like do the whole drinking thing and, yeah. and like you know eat how was the food how was the beer was it like a whole experience cuz you don't really drink like that so was it did you open up a little bit like that and yeah i'm
1: yeah i was trying try you know you got to try stuff when you're out there um you know i i didn't dip into like uh the beers so much um you know I wasn't my brother and my dad were getting all into like the guinness just drinking they, scotch they've right had it before but yeah scotching. i was i was i was, <laughs> I, was I was hitting i hitting the different whiskeys um and dude the the scott people probably the nicest people i've ever met in my life every fucking one of them it was insane they're just like, like
0: Ohioans, but but you know yeah. for for uh scotland
1: yeah, I could probably tell you countless just random stories of random people like doing nice things, but like, I, yeah, I remember hitting up one of the bar local bars, um, fifty feet away from the old course, um, and we went down into this place. We're just watching some rugby, uh, having a little appetizer because we were about to go to a restaurant, um, and we were asking about some of the different whiskeys like hey what would you recommend um or any of these local blah, blah blah and like the dude just ends up talking to us about you know the spectrum of you know whiskeys how it's like processed and distilled and um you know he talks about what peat is and how it comes from the earth and that's what You're creates, like this is douglas
0: he's the guy that invented the invented yeah. this whiskey you're talking yeah. to him right here right. it's this guy it's actually me
1: uh <laughs> but yeah dude it was insane um uh king's Barnes. so the town of king's Barnes actually has a distillery too so like we hit hit that up at like 9 a.m of course uh, a golf club would have a distillery genius uh Jeez. yeah i mean it wasn't it wasn't part of the golf club but it was within yeah, but, a half yeah, mile exactly. of it they know what the, they're doing in the town and it's also called king's they Barnes, know who's but, going there But, yeah, we hit that at, like, 9 a.m., got a flight, you know, tasted some different ones, and then went and played King's Barns. Um, We did the whiskey tour in Edinburgh. Uh, So, we did Edinburgh after, you know, we hit um, St. Andrews. So, we did the whiskey tour there, which was awesome. We actually ended up finding, uh, they have the world's largest collection of unopened whiskeys. So, they obviously have a shit ton of different whiskey as well that you can purchase. Uh, And one that we just spotted like up in the mists of hundreds of bottles uh william lawson's whiskey uh so we asked them to test it out and um you know sure obviously it's from scotland as well uh it's distilled there but dude it's actually one of the smoothest things i've ever drank in my life which is funny because um you know they didn't even know what it was <laughs>
0: it was just like like, some some whatever from some yeah you know lowland country shit and uh (laughs) there you go it wound up being Uh, delicious
1: but yeah dude uh it was a it was an epic epic trip for sure um and the thing that was great about it obviously was you know i i walked away with that final round feeling like i actually i really did find something in my swing and yeah i've i've been uh swinging out here on my mat since i got back i haven't, haven't actually played around since but my swing feels really good. Whether I can hit a ball, I don't know. Haven't done it, but
0: <laughs> it, yeah.
1: it's it feels really fucking good.
0: So. Yeah. And hey, I visited your house while you were gone. You did. I was. I stopped here. by. So I and and Brendan has himself a nice new house here, guys. It looks like the Home Alone house. You know, it's got like it looks like it's like all nice brick on the outside. It's got like colonial beams on the outside. It's in a cute little neighborhood that like all the houses are like nice brick and like beamy and just like colonial style very cool um definitely definitely different than the other neighborhood you lived in um, it's it's a bigger apartment now so it's a bigger yeah. and i made that reference a few times uh to your wife oh, and yeah. we in there um yeah no my dumbass well, called their house an apartment a few times um uh, <laughs> last time so that's the running joke we have now is that i just call all of brendan's houses that he has uh, apartments so
1: Dude, I honestly—you probably do. I know Elizabeth does. I don't even remember the exact story. Just, yeah, you were just like, "Wow, this is a really nice apartment." And it's a three-bedroom, two-bath house,
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> two and a half bath, I think. Thanks, like man. an actual yeah.
1: full yeah. house,
0: and I'm calling it a apartment. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's just the New Yorker in me. I'm a fucking loser. I get it. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, hey, Ohio. I got my Ohio, family Ohio, living in a fucking Ohio. shanty. No, no, he doesn't live in a van down by the river, but amazing trip i'm really jealous that you got to go to scotland and do all this golf i'm just lucky i want to do a little like trip like how we used to do it where i would come out and visit in the fall or the spring and we would do a little you know and why why not dude? yeah we, we will do that i need some new tires though after driving to kentucky this past weekend i definitely need some new tires uh they're a little beat i even have a nail on the back of one of them that's just holding the tire air right now no i i it. put it in i put that in no dude it's, i drove it all the way from kentucky to here uh back to new york 14 hours with a nail in the tire because the nail is perfectly holding the air in the tire so
1: no see jinx it see there was a hole and the air was coming out so i put that
0: nail and yeah and then i hammered it in there and yeah. now it's stuck <laughs> it, you Now the guy said i got it, air in it yeah. i don't want to go get a plug because i need new tires anyway right now so i'm like why am i going to spend thirty dollars on a new plug in my tire when i could just go buy four three new tires because i need them anyway because my truck is shot so that's my story (laughs) um anyway transitioning here to speaking of transitioning tree speaking of transitioning you have an announcement right let me sneeze yeah i have an announcement i will turn italian for this announcement ciao welcome to the Marco simone golf and country club (laughs) For the Ryder Cup 2023. Brendan, welcome to the Ryder Cup. That was Ciao. my best. Roberto. <laughs> it's your daddy, Roberto. could be like Taco Woods and his daddy. We have the Ryder Cup, guys. We alluded to it in the beginning, but there's this is a really exciting time. This is when America gets all juiced up. Everybody gets all amped up. It's like the waste management, but like across the world. It's time to pop your cherry.
1: I feel like right now is a perfect time for an advertisement. Why? Because I was opening this. What am I gonna do next?
0: I'm gonna drink it. Wow. That was brought to you by Coca-Cola. We are not in any way sponsored or affiliated, however, we would like to be. So please contact us, Coca-Cola, if you want to get involved with all this, because who wouldn't? Um, but yeah, we are we are hot in the midst of a Ryder Cup. And, you know, par 71 little uh outside of rome it's a stadium style course um regularly hosts the world tours italian open so this is a known course for a lot of european players so it's not something that's going to be like completely foreign (laughs) get it see what i did there and the european team ain't no fucking joke all right you got plenty of people you got mcelroy rom mcintyre hovland fitzpatrick fleetwood straka lowry justin rose you got a lot of dudes that's a lot of people that's a lot of people, man. That's a lot of uh serious people, so you know not a team to be fucked with nah. um however, not at all. America's also surrounding itself with some drama here, right? We had the drama between the picks um Justin Thomas, you know, does he still have his game um where did it go, and why did um uh, you know the captain Zach Johnson what was his thought on the selections? Um, and, and, and the surrounding, you know, talk with everything. Um, that being said, I think we can all agree as Americans, American, um, Justin American. Thomas and Jordan Spieth together as an ultimate pairing for the screaming Eagle. So I would say that that's the best way I'd want it facing off against Europe's best, which arguably they're going to throw potentially like a Rory Shane Lowry combo at it. I would assume um, but we'll see. I just think that you got to start off strong, put yep. your American Spread foot eagle. out there, yeah, and, and let JT do the talking with his game because everybody's been talking this ish, and I think it's fueled him up a little bit to be like, you know what, everybody's talking shit, I got to yep. come out swinging, and he knows he has to come out swinging. So hey,
1: he he was in contention just a couple weeks ago.
0: Yep. So I mean, I, yeah,
1: he could be turning it on. Obviously, I mean it's not something you turn turn on and off uh you know i'm sure if it was he would have played a lot better this season uh wouldn't even be an issue right now but right um but yeah i mean his record and these types of events is really fucking good like you said he and speed together um i mean they're damn near unbeatable or at least they've been that in the past Mm -hmm. but to your point i mean zach johnson if if jt and, and the rest of those captain picks come out and you know stink it up um
0: you know they're gonna, have, gonna have some explaining to, to do <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's
0: exactly it's exactly what's gonna happen they're gonna have some explaining uh, lucy, lucy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's
0: exactly what's gonna happen and and talking about other matchups too not just that one i mean there there could be a potential they're talking about like maybe a colin morikawa max homa versus john rom and hatton that might be a a, a serious combo there cuz you got the fiery presence of hatton and homa who are like these two ultra competitive guys and then you got john Rahm and colin who are kind of more mellow but they play great game so it's like they will let their games do the talking whereas the other two will be more vocal and amped up and you know Max Homa, he's a big component of America, and he's really the representative of American golf these days, um, or at least the new wave of American golfers. So I think that could be a potential matchup that would be very good. Um, and then a more, how do you feel about that? Yeah, that's more of a,
1: yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I I like I like the Homa play there, um, just for the reasons you said. Honestly, I think he's like got that young energy. He's straight up fucking Marco. Right. Uh and he's like I will wear cut denim shorts and I'll wear them today and I'm going to re- light it up with 61. Exactly. So Uh yeah, I know I I love him. Um I I think the US roster is interesting. I think you got a lot of top-tier talent. I think you got some guys that haven't played so well, but they are great locker room guys, great team energy uh guys. Uh, so I expect them to be fiery. But it's gonna be interesting because like you alluded to, man, this this European team. They ain't no joke.
0: No, and you have technical matchups too, like like the more technical guys, like let's say, you know, a Ludwig and a Victor, you know, versus like a Cantley or a Shoffley, you know, something that's more technical versus technical, where you're gonna see a lot of big battles. And then you have straight powerhouses like a Tommy Fleetwood who's been golfing out of this world this year. Justin Rose, who's a designated veteran, knows this course, knows you know what's going on with the Ryder Cup, has been a, a Ryder Cup advocate forever. And then you have Scotty and a Sam Burns, those two powerhouses for America. Those are like true, aggressive, great golfers. Um, that's going to be interesting for those kinds of matchups. And then yeah. the sleeper of the tournament, Wyndham Clark. I think he's going to be our sleeper. He's going to be a difference maker. Mark my words here. He's going to, he's going to come up with a big putt at some point to win it for the US or or something like that. Wyndham Clark, he's going to be a sleeper. I I I bet you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Hey man, you you could be right. I like Wyndham a lot. Dude, you, you talked about Scotty Scheffler. It's going to be interesting. I I'm, I'm interested to see like the the type of pairings he's with, who he's playing alongside um because in events like this and especially you know when you're playing team events where you're doing um you know basically best shot right you, you got to make putts and that's been a the huge hindrance for him so it'll be interesting if he gets paired up with like a great putter where it's Windham. you know he's just out there dialed in with irons and then you got you know whoever he's playing alongside you know there to make those putts um that's one thing I look at the European team, and that's what scares me, man. True. They got a lot of great putters on that side.
0: I mean, you got to think too. That's why Sam Burns might be a nice pairing. His Texas wedge game is flawless. I think at a course like a stadium course where you know there's going to be a lot of action off the greens, I think maybe that's a, you know, I think that's a that's a call there, a Scotty Sam Burns. We'll see these matchups and how they play out. But like you said, there's so many different combinations, and the European team, I think this is one of the best they've ever assembled. So I think it's in really terms of talent. Good, <laughs> yeah. In terms of talent, this is going to be something to really watch. And I think I think that's kind of why they've amped it up this way and they've selected it this way, because and I say that like the the greater golf gods, because I think with the live thing and the splinter and all this stuff going on with the PGA all year. I think this is their one moment to all redeem themselves and say, Hey, we can kumbaya make a really big worldly type event and, and get everybody enthused. Europe's going to be going crazy. U S is going crazy. Rest of the world's going crazy. You know, I think we can get everybody, you know, the live golfers are excited because Kepka's in it. You know, it's like all these different components um, coming together into one tournament. So I think that's going to be important as we kind of chip away through the weekend. I, I feel
1: oh for sure for sure dude i'm stoked for it man it's it's so exciting it's such a different feel different atmosphere than every other tournament i mean you you get the president's cup too but uh there's something about the Ryder cup it, there really is the the chanting you know it's just it's insane and the heckling is crazy too remember back uh man i think it was either the yeah, it might have been two Ryder Cups uh, ago, but you had the whole Patrick Reed, you know, incident um, yep. earlier in the year. So you had uh, so much heckling going every time he was stepping up to hit a, his shot. They're all just, you know, uh, on the backswing going, "Oh
0: <laughs> uh, man, it's just it's a different atmosphere. It's so exciting. I'm looking forward to it." And we know guys are going to be playing tough, like John Rahm, who's had a presence here. I mean, John Rahm. Remember when him and Sergio dominated um, mm-hmm. in in that Ryder Cup, and then two years prior, John Rahm beating Tiger out um, in, in that Ryder Cup in I think it was 2019. Like there was a lot of moments um, that John Rahm has had in the Ryder Cup, and I think him going up against uh, this set of guys and this talent on the U.S. side, he's going to be coming firing. I don't think John oh, Rahm's going to be sure. coming in messing around. He's going to be coming. He's going to be their anchor um, along with Rory, or hopefully along with Rory and Tommy Fleetwood, I think, to really bring it home. And Matt Fitzpatrick, such a technical golfer. He'll have this course read from front to back. Every fucking hole will have a diary about it. Yeah. Um, we know he's going to come in with the very specific techniques. So, whoever they play Fitzpatrick with, it, that's not going to be an easy matchup. So, we have to be careful with what the um, situation is surrounding Matt Fitzpatrick. He's going to be a force. So, so do have you have to watch him?
1: Mentioned- javi dude victor hovland man
0: yeah we mentioned earlier like technical versus technical but yeah he's he's just gonna light it up his iron game is unmatched basically and he's probably the hottest player on tour right now you know
1: 100 percent, yep dude i'm looking forward to it i already already been in the spirit i mean i watched i watched the solheim cup so i was i was rooting on the the u.s women here this past weekend unfortunately they ended up losing uh dude it came down to nelly corda you know she had an opportunity all she had to do was have uh her her match on sunday and uh yeah she ended up falling yeah
0: a lot of talent out there it was interesting
1: though man i mean she went down she was down three uh three holes on the front nine she battled back uh, had an opportunity to split and then uh ended up losing so it was exciting but it got it's exciting me Exciting to see her comeback
0: up. man. This year has been she's been lighted up this year comparably yep. to to what her injury was and all that scare she had and I I think coming back For from sure. that there's a big there's a big push. I mean it's like next year we're even going to see a more aggressive and then the next year right, if right, up more right. aggressive like she hasn't she's nowhere near her peak. I mean she's just started her like blast yeah. off of career.
1: Yeah, no, I I agree with that. Um yeah, it, it was exciting but You know, the thing that I noticed, and I already mentioned it, it's going to be a major, major key this week. Every time it seemed like the camera crew switched to another hole to watch another match, it was a European team knocking down a long-ass putt. Uh, So it was literally the team that won was making putts. The team that didn't wasn't making putts. And I think that's going to be the same thing this week.
0: So, Brendan's final note on the Ryder Cup here to take us out is make your putts. <laughs> make your putts. Please, make your USA. Putts, Come on. USA. Make your Come on, America. Putts. Texas wedge them like real Americans. If you have to. Sam Burns won it this year on a Texas wedge. He going to bring it back tomorrow. Yes, sir. And yes, the next sir. day. And the next day throughout the week. Yeah. That was a good accent. That's I've been working on my Love American it. accent. Loved it, Brandon. Another week of Good Lives Golf here, Ryder Cup Special Edition episode. We will see you next week for the recap of the Ryder Cup and potentially some other aspects You got America. You got America. I got America. I got America, and I threw some DraftKings lineups in there too. Just throwing it out there. We threw some DraftKings in there, little two dollar, three dollar lineups, just for just for the boys. Just you know, for make kicks, it fun. man. Just capting it up, you know, making it happen. But With the cool kids. That's it. So, hey, man, we'll see you another time (laughs) on Good Lives Golf. All
1: right, bro. Reese's Pieces.
0: Hey, man, peace out. Girl Scout.